Hello, and welcome to The Husp. I am your host for this podcast, Joel. With me is Danny. What up? And Kyle. Hello. How's it going, guys? Doing well. Good. Good. I recently uh, was listening listening to our old episodes and uh, realized that I tend to go on a rant every episode. And instead of curving um you know enthusiasm (laughs) instead of curbing and being like hey i should probably correct this i'm just gonna steer right into it and keep everything up so you're gonna get your grant out of the way early this week so uh everyone can turn off right away when they realize they don't want to hear it no i'm just i'm gonna i'm gonna wait (laughs) we're gonna get a surprise rant a little bit later yeah yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come up with like a little secret siren alarm that goes off in the middle of the podcast and that's Danny's cue to just start ranting. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I want people to be like really into whatever they're listening to and then just steer right into the rant. Well, our podcast today has our very first ever sponsor and we are sponsored by Lashik Shio. Ooh, Lashik Shio. Tell me about it. It is spelled L-E-C-H-I-C-C-H-I-O-T, and it is a small business for animal accessories. So you can get your dog a or cat a pet ID tag or a bandana or you can get matching scrunchies, all that stuff. You know, what's crazy about Lashikshia, when I first heard about it, I uh, went on the website and I expected a real like... Um, you know, just the startup small business website, but this is a legit website, guys. Really fun to go out and see all the accessories for your dogs. It is a legit website. I would know because I pay for it. <laughs> First ever sponsored sponsors uh, podcast. Feels um, good. Yeah, the the company doesn't actually give our podcast any money, but they do um, very nice things for me personally. So it works out for the pod, I guess. Okay, I'm not going to go there. Good for Joel. We're all here and Joel's here too. Yeah, getting steak nachos. What are you thinking about? Um, I was going to say, yeah, steak nachos. That's actually exactly what I was thinking about. Oh, I forgot to say I'm the steak nachos of podcasts. Because <laughs> you got a little bit of that good stuff that everyone wants on top of those nachos that only half the country wants. In reality, the steak would probably just be better by itself, but I like to mix it with a bunch of inferior ingredients, you know? Just a little bit of Mexican in there. Uh, so uh, what do we got from the week in sports? I guess we just heard a pod, so not much has happened in the last few days. Hey, we're doubling up this week, so. Here. Well, just, Kyle, you got anything? Just another Sunday, you know, another batch of bad calls. No, I'm just kidding. Go back and do another rep right. No, no. Um, I, I would like to say congratulations to uh, the New York football giants for beating the Washington football team and gathering their first win of the season, uh, putting both teams tied for last place in the division at one and five. So, so last week when the Giants were playing uh, the Cowboys, I was wearing my Giants jersey the whole day. And uh, I was supposed to go to, like, uh, my in-law's house for something after the game. And I had my Giants jersey on ready. And then the second I saw that field goal go in, I completely just took off my Giants jersey and 
and uh, put something else on. But as you can see today, I am proudly wearing a Giants jersey that I haven't worn one week. Because they've only won one week. Hey, speaking of rants, is the Washington football team ever going to get a real name or are they just going to be known as the Washington football team for like ever? I don't know if their plan is to wait till next season or what, but I had heard a bunch of like rumors of names they were going to have. You know, I heard I heard that they were going to give them a real name, but then some like lawyer in Florida trademarked every possible like Washington football team name that they wanted to do. So they were just like, you know what? Forget you, guy. We're just going to not name our team. I don't know if that's true or not. Man, his fault. He should have traded. He should have trademarked Washington football team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would have been great. <laughs> that might have already been trademarked by the Washington football team. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you could uh, name the Washington football team anything, what would you name them? Uh, I would definitely go with the – uh, lesser known but heavily loved Washington Weasels because I don't know why that just sounds like it rolls off the tongue and I feel like you'd get a just a cult following immediately that alliteration Danny what about you fighting mongooses that sounds like a cool name Washington mongooses are mongooses or no, no, no. fighting mongooses fighting <laughs> are they in uh are those they actually in Washington <laughs> so I gotta be honest like that's that's a joke from a tv show and only a small few people of the fans who of Futurama would actually understand that joke so out of our seven listeners or maybe half of one got that joke yeah he thought he remembered it from the back room of some house he was in once they were watching Futurama no no Futurama was like an amazing show Mm -hmm. actually it was a really good show actually if the husk like fails as a sports show it should just be an exclusive futurama recap show futurama season two episode one rewatchables <laughs> or you know how like every um every people every person is making a podcast now and like zach braff is making a podcast with scrubs like a show no one's watched in like years but you know he's making a weekly rewatchable episode of every every podcast and the office people are doing the same thing it's like why can't we just pretend like we've done Futurama and like take tell fake stories about Futurama every episode? It's true. No one would ever call us out on it because it was, you know, not popular enough, probably. Although yeah. I did watch Scrubs within the last few years because my wife had never seen it. So we watched Scrubs together. It's a good show. It's a great show. It's it's a tearjerker. Is it worth an hour podcast for every single episode? I'm going to say probably not, but you know. I think show. I got... I got to like the fourth or fifth episode of that podcast and I was like, all right, I heard from pretty much everyone. Like what? I don't want to hear anything else anymore. Yeah. It's kind of like, it was the one thing Zach Braff did that was successful. So he's still milking it. However many years later. Yeah. No shade, no shade, but you know, like, but uh, I, 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 I listened to a few, then I kind of gave up and then they had Shea Serrano on. And so I was like, I gotta listen to that one. So I listened to the one with Shea Serrano and then I stopped again. I listened to the one with Sarah Chalk because she was like legit a crush of mine for quite a bit. Danny and those mid-white women. I mean, it happens. So, legit question, just because 
I feel like a lot of people feel the AFC is already wrapped up. Are the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers pretenders or legit Super Bowl contenders this year, what you've seen after five games? Well, I mean, they beat Cleveland. That's uh, not not anything to write home about. Who would they beat? Three sure and not. one Cleveland. But yeah, who, who have, four and one Cleveland, thank you very who much. Who have they beat, though? They beat the Giants. They beat the Broncos. The Broncos and Cleveland, who like literally they can have the best team in the world and they still won't beat Pittsburgh because they just can't beat Pittsburgh. And that's why I ask because I feel everyone's real hype on them all of a sudden because they're still 5-0. and But you know what? I mean, they haven't played anybody yet, so we'll see. I mean, I, I said mean, before the year started, they were my dark horse AFC team for the Super Bowl. Hmm. I don't know if I have that on record, but – I definitely told that to someone because their defense is so incredible last year and they had like singing Duck Hodges throwing the ball. So it's like, well, if they have any semblance of offense this year, then theoretically they could be super good team. I'm curious to see how they match up with Baltimore because Baltimore doesn't seem to do well with like good defenses that can scheme against Lamar. So I'm curious if uh, the Steelers are in that category or not. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I just want to know if like, if I were to throw shade on Juju right now and, like, disparage his name, would I still be able to trade him in our fantasy league? Not to me. I don't want him to keep <laughs> I don't need receivers, thanks. Because he is, like, so flaky, man. Like, yeah, I don't know. he's trash. He was trash last year, too. I had him last year. And I think I traded him, and, like, it was the best decision of my fantasy season because he's super overrated. He had that one good year behind Antonio Brown. Yeah. And that's why he had the good year. <clears throat> and then he just gets all this hype, and then instead the Steelers actually have other receivers that are kind of better, like Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. It's just like, why does Juju Claypool. have the name recognition? I have Claypool. I'm really considering of trying to see someone who would take Juju off my hands for, like – fair value or like the value that I put into drafting him. Would you use like a fourth round pick? I don't think anyone's going to give you their fourth round pick for him. Well, I mean, in our auction league. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Auction, the better uh, fantasy football drafting type. Yeah, for sure. Auction is greater. Speaking of fantasy football, you guys got anything else? Can we get into fantasy football? Uh, well, we were talking about podcasts real quick, so here's my rant. <laughs> Here it is. Woo, 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 woo. I have a real problem with like all these like professional athletes and former athletes deciding that they're just going to do podcasts now because it's like, why? Why are you guys doing podcasts? There's, host there's... for ESPN. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. Like, there's so many opportunities that you guys have. Why? Why do podcasts? There's a whole bunch of people in podcasts. Um, and yeah, they have good insight, but they're like better off as like the one-time, um, you know, guest than they are host. But, and, and I've heard a lot of these podcasts. I think the only one that's actually like enjoyable is JJ Reddick's. And JJ Reddick puts like one podcast out every three months. So it's like it just it's not even worth subscribing and just waiting for his feed. You just might as well wait to see like when Twitter says that he's put on a new podcast. 
You know, honestly, I listen to hundreds of hours of podcasts. I don't listen to any podcasts from former athletes or like movie stars, even like when they do the podcasts on the shows or on sports and it's like the, the athletes or the actors. Cause I feel like they're not very good because they're good at acting or they're good at sports. Doesn't mean they're good at podcasting. And a lot of times it's just stories that I don't really care about. Like the, there's always podcasts on the ringer with like CC Sabathia or, um, whoever else and it's just not like i'm sure some people find that enjoyable but for me i prefer more like humor and they're just like never funny they're super serious and not always that good i blame jalen rose because jalen rose like has a good podcast but like he's been doing it for years and he was consistent with it like he puts out an episode every day and even when they were in grantland they were doing that every day until like they finally got picked up so i think everyone just sees that example and it's like hey let's just run with that and it's like yeah but you're you are like more famous than jalen rose you don't have and you're actively in the league you really don't have time to keep putting out a good product so it's it's kind of annoying to me because it like oversaturates a market that's like already oversaturated to begin with when it comes to podcasts like you know, the sports podcast is it's saturated and you kind of like have to decide who you want to listen to this week. And most of the time, it's not known those sports um, like current athletes. Totally, totally agree. Anyways, but I don't know. I just, I saw new podcasts coming out from more athletes and I just kind of got like overwhelmed. I mean, podcasts are just like a super saturated market. Plus everyone, honestly, like we're just randoms that started a podcast. Like there's randoms all over that start podcasts. Not all of them are good either. The biggest thing is I think people have a ton of free time and podcasting is like a really expanding medium. Mm -hmm. So there's just tons and tons and tons of podcasts being put out there just because people can. Yeah, but how many of these podcasts do you think are going to survive after COVID-19? Like people are going to keep up on them? Yeah, I mean, like, how sports athletes that are doing them, they're only doing them because they're not playing sports right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but if they make money off of it, they might just keep doing it for the money. Yeah, but they're, they, and they are going to make money off of it. That's the thing. They're going to get sponsorships really quick, and people are going to, like, that, like, my, my whole thing is, like, you're doing it in a way that's, like, self gratifying, and you don't really care about your audience. Because those that the audience who like the podcast people are are like they're they're the kind of people who will come back to your podcast day in and day out every week. Like for me, example, like I, I'm, when I'm at work, I have my routine of podcasts that I always listen to, and so like to see sports athletes do this, and they'll like they'll do a podcast where it's like they're not going to keep up with it, and it's going to be super inconsistent, and you're just going to be like, all right, well. You know, over time, you're just going to get tired and you're not going to, you're not, you're not going to be able to keep up with a podcast that's like that inconsistent. Yeah. I mean, I don't listen to many athlete podcasts or really any at all. So I don't really know about how well they are at putting their podcasts up. But for the most part, if there's anything like super interesting that they say, it'll pop up on Twitter. But just the exactly. overall vibe and conversation is not really interesting or entertaining to me. So much like this conversation isn't really interesting or entertaining to Kyle. 
<laughs> well, all right. So, like, I heard Kevin Durant's podcast, like, um, I want to say two weeks ago. And it was like, yeah, it was, it was really interesting. But then it's covered by, like, First Take. And then it's covered by, like, Skip Bayless. And it's, like, it's covered by all these people just because Kyrie says something in the podcast. And it's like, bro, you, you did a podcast, like, one week. You're not going to do a podcast every week. And and if Kevin Durant ends up doing every week, then good on him. But you know it's not going to happen once, you know, NBA starts up again. It's just for the offseason. So all it is is just, like, a moment that, like, sports media is going to, like, go with because they're famous athletes. So it's it's just going to be the same repetitive, like, coverage in, in sports, like every podcast you're listening to, just because – Kevin Durant had that cachet. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they have the time that we have to pump <laughs> out these podcasts every week. True. <laughs> anyways, anyways, I digress. We can move on to fantasy football now. Thanks for your rant. We appreciate it. I actually preferred <laughs> the rant last week because I was more impassioned about the Lakers than about podcasts. But, I mean... I don't know. There's a lot of podcasts out there. It is what it is. People find what they like. I found a lot of podcasts I like, and none of them are actors or athletes. So, whatever. All right. So, you guys ready to talk about fantasy football? Yep. Yes, sir. So, I'm going to preface this by saying that no one actually likes talking about other people's fantasy football teams. Because, like, we all know, like, we're at work or whatever, and then our workmates like, you know, my fantasy team, and, like, we just don't know. Or if we're telling someone about our fantasy team, they don't know because no one cares about your fantasy team ever. This is a little, a little more uh, vague discussion on fantasy football in general. So you guys ready? I sent you guys the outline. You got your yeah. answers? Let me pull it up here. I got oh, the notes. I, I got the notes. Are you exposing that we actually prepare somewhat? Uh, no, normally we don't, but <laughs> I take my duties as uh, – post very seriously did you guys prepare <laughs> i actually prepared for this one like a month ago yeah this was our uh, this is our supposed to be our introductory podcast but we we went a different direction because <laughs> team leader danny was like oh let's talk basketball the denver nuggets was a perfect first podcast to start with it, it like completely isolated our listeners yeah it was <laughs> It's a perfect first podcast because no one wants to hear about the Denver Nuggets, but also it got the Denver Nuggets out of the way so we don't have to talk about them anymore. There we go. All right. First question, Kyle, fantasy football, is it fun? I think so. Um, I've been playing probably for the last six or seven years every year when it comes around. And when I first started it, I was like, this sounds dumb. I don't really think I'll be interested in it. And once we got into it, I mean – I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my dad got into it too. It was fun having the competition and the family. It was fun having the competition with the close friends. So I enjoy it. I do think it's pretty fun. Kyle, what about you? Kyle, Danny, what about you? Uh, when it's fun, it's really fun. When it's a crappy league, it sucks. And it's like a waste of a year. I mean, it's yeah, if the league sucks, then it's whatever. Do you guys actually have, like, leagues where people are into it and trades are flying around and stuff? I've only been in, like, one league that's like that. And I, like, like I, I'm the commissioner of our league, and I try 
to get people like more involved like i'll post things like when there's something going on like uh, a few weeks ago there was um there was a error when that uh, the city game had to get postponed and you couldn't um change your lineup and you couldn't like the nfl app wasn't letting you change any uh any uh Kansas City Chief players, they were all locked. And so I, I sent a message saying, like, if you're having this problem, let me know. And, um, you know, we'll find a way around it. Let me know who you want to start so I can later on kind of switch that. And, like, no one cared. <laughs> so, you know, I was just like, all right, whatever. It's one of those. It's like I think the as a commissioner, you kind of want people to have fun, but it's not always going to happen. Like, you, you just put an extra pressure on yourself. So, yeah, I've been in leagues where there's everyone's like really into trading and everyone's like really into the waiver, but I've also been in leagues where like no one's doing it. And then you trade, you offer up, like people scoff at it or they won't reply for like months. Uh, so that's the worst. Like, I don't know. I try to do trades sometimes in leagues, but it's, I feel like in the last year or two, it's been way harder to get trades to like actually go through. Because every time I'm like, hey, man, like, what do we think about a trade? They're like, well, give me your best player for, like, my backup running back. It's like, what? No, like, that's not how trades work. Like, we each have to give something of value. And they're just like, oh, then I'm not interested. It's like, well, then you're going to end up, you know, your one in four seasons is not going to get better, buddy. Like, I don't know what you're expecting here. I feel like people, one, they overvalue their players. But two, I feel like they act like the players you're giving them are trash. And it's like, I know your players are good. That is why I'm trying to trade for them. You know, like, it's not like I'm like, oh, I want this player because he's trash. I'm like, no, I'm going for this player because I want him my team. And this is what I'm willing to give you. This is kind of like a segue into my next question. So I'm going to kind of go into my next question because I think fantasy football is fun. And when the next question is how serious do you take it? Now I take it pretty serious, but like, not that serious because if a player annoys me or I don't like him, then, you know, I'll just try and trade him because I'm like, oh, I don't like this player. Like, whatever. I want I want guys on my team I could root for. And, like, that's what's especially frustrating about the trading thing is, like, just for an example, I had Calvin Ridley who had, like, a random week where he got zero points. Normally he's, like, incredible, like a top five wide receiver. And one week he got zero points. And I was like, oh, I'm mad. You know, forget this guy. I'm going to trade him. So I sent a guy a trade offer, which was like basically Calvin Ridley for Juju Smith-Schuster. And he was like, no. And he also wanted another player of mine. I was like, are you serious? Like, do you re- like you realize I'm giving you a better player? And he's like, well, trade me. Uh, so then I like countered. And I was like, whatever. I'll give you Calvin Ridley and Gardner Minshew for Juju and Big Ben. And he was like, no. I'm like, what What kind of it? Like, I mean, no offense, but like literally you're getting the two best players out of this deal, like fantasy football wise, you know? Yeah. And then how can you like, I don't know. I just feel like that value is way out of whack, but at the same time, I don't take it too seriously because like, if I'm annoyed at a player, I'll try to trade them. Or I just like, you know, guys I can root for. What, what do you guys think? How serious do you take it? I think um, whenever it comes to, I like the aspect how you said it, because when I first started playing fantasy football, that's the biggest takeaway I got from it was being able to watch other teams play and enjoy watching those teams play. Because like, no joke, two weeks ago, I, or every week this this year, I've played two players from the Jaguars. I probably have watched two Jaguars games 
my entire football like watching existence. <laughs> so it is fun that you get get an excuse to watch a team that you wouldn't otherwise watch or to watch a game that you wouldn't otherwise be interested in. Um, so I take that a little bit seriously. Like uh, my brother always comes and says, hey, who are these two teams? Who are you rooting for? And I take the game of football seriously. So it makes me take the, the who I root for seriously. And if I have a player on the team, I get I, I like it. I mean, my dad, we have like a little thing when we play each week or if we play that week, we won't talk to each other leading up to that game because I don't want to give them away any hints or nothing. So I don't know. I take it a little serious, but in the end, it's just a game. But it, it makes me enjoy football more because I can root for other teams other than my own team. Yeah, for me, it depends. Um, again, like the, the, like those questions are, are so reliant on the league you're in. So like for me, it depends on one, if there's a prize at the end of the year. If there's a prize at the end of the year, then I take it more seriously. And if I'm the commissioner, I take it more seriously. Is that, is that why I still haven't gotten my prize for winning last year? No, you haven't gotten your prize because I've uh, been busy with uh, reports. And I've been busy with like real world things. And it's just, uh, I, I think I have a good excuse for have, not having sent you your but but it's coming it's coming well i can't wait i cannot wait all right let's keep it going real quick uh, how do you guys choose your team name for your fantasy football team i don't know if i've ever changed mine <laughs> the very first year i put in pat's perfect because i liked a instagram account a while back that was a patriots account you know i'm a patriots fan no surprise there and i thought it was an interesting name and i put the name but I have seen a lot of people who do funny play on words with players' names. Uh, so that are pretty interesting. But me personally, I'm boring. Mine's always been about Patriots. <laughs> but I don't ever pick up Patriots players. I've actually never, other than Gronk, a couple years back, I've never wanted Patriots players on my team. Yeah, I, uh, I'm really bad at picking names. And I think a lot of it has to do with, like, I really hate the play on players' names. Like, every time I see it, I'm just like, you saw that online. Like there's so many articles at the beginning of the year that like just give you those names. And it's like, so what you Googled, Hey, I have Dalvin cook. What name should I put my, give my fantasy football team? Hey, 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 Dalvin and Hobbs was not anywhere online. <laughs> I came up with that myself. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you see it on Twitter? <laughs> no, I didn't see it on Twitter. Look it up. It's not even, you can't find it on any article anywhere. That was all me. All right. Well, that was creative, right? Some of them are creative, but most of the, most of the play on like, players names uh i just it never works out like there was this guy on one of our leagues um and uh, his first name was like um something about like baby chark because he had dj chark <laughs> and then he had like a picture of dj chark like hyperimposed and like a baby shark <laughs> and that was like super creative right but like dj chark like that was his name in the first um like the first game of the year and then he started sucking. Like, he didn't play good the first two games. And so he changed his name, like, four times since then. <laughs> so it's, like, it's things like that. It's, like, you, you put – you by choosing a name, you put a lot of cachet into this one player in the beginning of the year, and he might end up just, like, crushing you. Yeah, the name-changing guy is the worst. Because it's, like, I never remember – because I, well, who is this guy? I haven't seen this name all year. And then suddenly you're playing him. It's like, oh, it's because they used to be this name or this name. Yeah. Or this name. That's super, super annoying. 
Yeah, and that guy, that guy who, who was a um, baby shark, his name is like now. It's literally my team is trash, and it's got a picture of a trash can. There it is. Because he's like Owen something or something like that. So, uh, what's the worst type of fantasy football player in your leagues? So, what's funny is I've only ever had, I guess, I guess two more general. I hate the the QB hoarder. Like those are always rough when you get the person like you know you don't draft a quarterback high in your draft, and you're like, well, I'll pick a any quarterback will do off off waivers, and then you've got that one guy or girl that has six quarterbacks on their bench because they want you to have to come to them to trade. That's I hate people like that. That's annoying. But go ahead. There was a guy in one of my leagues last year or the year before, and he did that with defenses. Like he had six defenses on his bench. And I'm like, bro, what are you doing? And he's like, well, you got to trade me now. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to trade you. I'm just going to get a crappy defense. Like, I don't care. Yeah, like, what? Yeah. you're wasting your bench. And he was just spamming. Like, that's who I hate. I hate people who spam bad trades. And he was just spamming trades to everyone. Like, hey, don't you want one of my good defenses? <laughs> no, not really, no. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you're fine. And then this is just one absolutely particular experience. And I was mad because it worked. 2013. Denver Broncos. Uh, we had someone in our draft that basically drafted nobody but the 2013 Denver Broncos that year. And on and other than the bye week, it worked out for them that year. And it pissed me off because I'm like, how in the world do you get it? He had like two other teams players and then all of the 2013 Denver Broncos. And I'm like, this is the worst I've ever had. He ended up coming in second that year. And I was mad. That's called stacking, right? You stack players on the same team if you think they're going to have a good offense. Yeah. Um, so I know – so I've been the worst player, like the peop- the person that everyone hates, um, one year. And I want to say it's like three or four years ago. I was the worst player in the league um, because – and I think people hate this. I had a good team that was undefeated. And I kept trading up and getting like more great players to just be on that team. And like, for me, it was just a challenge just to see if I can get like the best tight end and the best wide receivers and the best like running backs in the same team. And since I kept winning, like I I had a stack bench. Like I remember that year I drafted like Todd Gurley and it was like his first year before he broke out. And so I had like a bunch of players who like hit and I was able to trade them to like, I ended up like having Gronk and all the best like players in, in their position. And everyone was like so mad because it's like, well, you're stacked as it is and you just keep getting good players. So I was the worst player in one year. And then uh, the the other worst player, in my opinion. Nice humble brag. Well, well no, no, no. So good that I just made everyone mad. Well, but, but this is like, I want to speak to like the player who does that in your league. Everyone hates you know that like there's no going like no way around it. everyone hates that guy um and then the second one um and, and you know this guy uh joel because i think me you and my wife we've all like had our encounter with him and he's the guy who was ahead of you in the draft and everything that you were going to pick he picked before you picked and so you end up scrambling last minute. And it's all these players that like 
he didn't need like he already had his his running backs and he picked a running back ahead of you he already had his receivers he picked a receiver ahead of you all these are like like he had a quarterback and he picked a quarterback ahead of you and he was just like one pick ahead of you and so and then like the whole year he's trying to trade you those same players yeah that's pretty annoying there's a lot of annoying fantasy football this one year i had a I was in a league and this guy, his team was just doing real bad. He wasn't going to make the playoffs and the commissioner wasn't paying attention. So this guy went to one of the teams that was going to make the playoffs and traded his whole team to that guy for his kicker. And then that guy just dropped all the worst players and basically had like the two teams combined going into the playoffs. Such trash. Yeah. And that's the commissioner's fault. It really is. Which leads us to uh, the next question. Wait, 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 wait. I actually had one more on that one. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Right, just, just super quick. I hate the pl- the the player who thinks that his players are worth way more than they actually are. That is irritating. When you know that you're giving a wonderful trade or you're offering a great trade, and you're you might actually be taking a huge risk on it, but they're just hyping up their players. Like if you didn't have him this year, you would you would scoff at him on waivers. But the fact that he's on your team, you think he's so valuable. I hate that. Yeah, that's super, super frustrating. Like, I get it if you have an attachment to a player. Like, if I'm a Broncos fan and I have, you know, I was I would say Cortland Sutton, but he's hurt. Let's say, like, I have Philip Lindsay, and Philip Lindsay went to see you, and he's kind of not that great of a running back, but I just love him because of that connection. That's one thing. But if you have a guy in the league who just randomly has, you know, Todd Gurley, and he's like, yeah, he's the best running back in the league this year. It's like, no, obviously he's not. But anyway, I get you. I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> I, I was leading that into the um, any advice. Do you guys have any advice just in general for fantasy football? Uh, yeah, I do. If you want to make fantasy football fun, join a league um, that does auction leagues um, because auction leagues, like even if you're like not the most savvy with when it comes to fantasy football, even if you're not like you know, like someone who's going to keep up a lot with uh, football, like your your roster every every week. Joining an auction league allows you to like play the game as if you were a real owner, because you get to draft your players the way you want them. Um, if you if you're someone that doesn't know too much about football, you just like see who are the most valued players in the auction. Like if everyone's bidding high on this one player, and you have money, just bid on him there's a reason why everyone else is bidding on this guy. So throw your hat in the ring, you know? Um, And then, you know, having a waiver with um, uh, FAB, free agent acquisition budget, that's like a really good thing because you don't want to like miss out on picking up a waiver pick just because you did good the week before. And that's like, that's really irritating. So joining a league, um, that like lets you feel like you're an actual owner of a team is like a big thing for me. Yeah. The fab thing is kind of, you know, I like it. Okay. But the auction draft really is cool because if you really do like a player, you can get that player. Like it doesn't matter who, if you have one or two players you just love, it doesn't matter like what draft position you would be. Like Mm -hmm. if Christian McCaffrey is your favorite player in the whole league, but you're picking seventh, it's like, well, I'm just not going to get him. But in an auction league, you'd be like, yeah, I'll just bid half my budget. Like, I don't care. I just want him. So that's cool. Yeah, 
Uh, my, my favorite part about doing the auction leagues is putting the most obscure player with the number one overall pick. Yeah. <laughs> like whenever we do the auction draft, I think the last two years that we've done auction, Derek Derek Carr has been the number one overall pick just because we have a bunch of Raiders fans in our in our fantasy league, so we like to mess with them. But I, I like it. That's fun. That's one thing I would give advice. Remember, it's for fun. Uh, it, it is hilarious because my dad gets so into it to watch him be mad every Sunday, <laughs> which because he's not a huge sports guy, but he gets so into fantasy football. So it's funny, but it also helps me remember, you know, just remember it is just for fun, but enjoy it while you're doing it. You know, like it gives you a reason like, you know, your team lost on Sunday. Oh, well, but you won in fantasy football. It gives you a little bit of that pick me up. So, you know, play for that. If your team won this week and you lost at fantasy, oh, well, your team won. You just try to find something fun about it each week, you know? Yeah, that's true. It's for fun. My my advice is uh, specifically for me, just limit the number of leagues that you're in. Because, like, I started off, you know, just in one or two leagues, but I like it so much. Then you got buddies, like, you know, from high school, someone you met one time, a coworker. Everyone has their leagues. And then you just get roped into the, hey, I need one more. Hey, I need one more. Hey, I need one more which is, you know, okay. But like last year I ended up in nine leagues. It's like, you can't care about nine leagues. You can't really put time into nine leagues. So, you know, limit yourself. I feel like it'll be more fun if there's two to three leagues that you really care about, care about, especially if they're good leagues where people are active and the waiver wires pop in and you can talk trash and all that kind of stuff. But like too much of a good thing is not really a good thing. Like you can kind of have that bar set and it's perfect. One, one thing we did one year, and it was actually really fun because people were way more involved in the trading and waivers and all this was we did a completely random draft. Of course, we had our pick draft, of course, that same year. So we had two leagues, all the same people. But the second league, we just did completely auto, completely random drafted. And it's fun because then at that point, you've got to invest. Okay, well, I got these players that are good. I don't have this. I don't have that. You've got to actually invest in free agency in the waivers in in you know trading making good valuable trades and that makes it funner in the middle of the season i think for that that, that was just enjoyable when we did that that year i'd hate that yeah <laughs> I, I love is it because you got bad luck uh no i'd hate that because it's like i don't know if i if i'm going to invest my time in a team i'd like i'd like to pick the team hmm See, I love the drafting aspect and like planning ahead and being like, ooh, I like this player like around this round or whatever. But at the same time, if everyone just got random players and everyone wasn't in love with their team, then I feel like there'd be way more avenues for trading. If you're like, oh, like I have good players. I just don't care about them as much. But this other guy has players I care about more. Maybe they feel the same way. Maybe more trades could get done. I don't know. Yeah. And I think like, oh, you need a special kind of um, group of people to be in that league because – uh a lot of the leagues you're you're gonna have one or two people who are just gonna drop off midway and Mm -hmm. they're not gonna care about trading so i mean if you give them a team where it's like random automated picks and then everyone else is trying to trade with them it's just not gonna get done yeah and and the year we did that everyone was super invested in it so we didn't have anybody fall off it was great and heavy until the end to the end of the the year it it just sounds like it might be frustrating for me like me particular Mm -hmm. Uh, I got a good advice for fantasy football. Um, go with your gut. Like most of the time your gut is like, right. There's like certain times where, you know, you'll go online and be like, Hey, what does ESPN rate this defense? And don't just don't do that. Like, yeah, like they're experts and they get paid um, to make these picks, 
but i remember like monday like monday and tuesday podcast or like uh espn is all about like talking about the things they got wrong you know and half the times it's like you knew who you should have played and you mm-hmm. didn't play and, and i that's feel the like wor- that's the worst gonna- feeling yeah i said i was gonna say like i feel like that's happened to me like a couple of times this year and every time I tell myself, no, nah, I just got to go with my gut. And I never do because I just get like so confident that like I'm going to have someone else pick for me. And that's the worst thing is like when you really like even like when you're drafting, you're like, I really like someone. But this other person is, you know, ADP is higher or like the experts have them in a higher tier or whatever. And like at the end of the day, it's all a crapshoot anyway. Just go with your gut. And then if you do end up losing because you went with your gut, it doesn't feel as bad as if you lose. when you're like, oh, I knew I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, and okay, and here here's a good example. If you're a Giants fan and you've been hearing about Slayton this whole like off season and you've literally seen him like do some pretty incredible things this off season, just like in general, a lot of like hearing buzz from real like Giants media, people who are covering the Giants, and you say, I'm gonna get this guy because I think he's gonna do good you're probably more right than the guys who are like paid to look at fantasy football and watch all the people in the league. Um, Cause they're going to miss a guy or like one or two people. They're going to try to cover everyone, but you probably covered this guy more than they have. If that, if that's your fandom. Yeah. Or like Broncos fans. It's like Noah Fant is looking really good this off season. Noah Fant poised for a big breakout. It's like a lot of Noah Fant talk. And then, like, in the national, you know, rankings or whatever, they're like, oh, you know, he could do good. He might not. It's, like, a bit not as uh, much hype for him. And, obviously, the local teams are going to hype up their guys. But you kind of know if you're in a local area or more attached to certain players or teams, kind of who is impressing and who isn't. Yeah. Or if you're a Jets fan and you know the Jets are complete trash – and any defense who plays against the Jets is going to, like, give them a really hard time. And you decide not to play the defense against the Jets because um, some random quarterback is hurt and you're going to play San Francisco and you're going to decide to play the defense against San Francisco instead of the defense against Jets, you're going to have a bad time. Mm-hmm. Good call. Good call. Yeah. All right, you guys ready for the last one? Or, Kyle, you got something to add? No, no, I was just going to say – when it comes to uh, fantasy, I always try to look at it too. Cause like you could have the greatest player. You could be the best wide receiver in the league and your quarterback is trash. And of course that's just common knowledge. But when you're a fan of the team, like you're saying, if you're, you're a Broncos fan or you're a Giants fan or you're a Jets fan or Miami, these teams that kind of tend to fly a little less under the national radar, national media, but you know, this player's great or this player's good. You'll be more likely to take that chance on them. But from the outside, if you don't know that, all you're going to look at is, okay, well, this guy's great. I hear about this receiver, but his quarterback's trash. I've never heard a word about his quarter. It's the starting, the you know, second backup quarter, whatever it is. Or it's like, hey, this team's pass game is awful, so I'm just going to pick up their running back, even though I've never heard of him, but their pass game's bad, so they got to do something. You know, So I enjoy doing things like that, taking a look at teams as a whole and being like, okay, this is what they're known for. Maybe try picking up the third option receiver, fourth option receiver, Maybe he has a game this year. Maybe he doesn't, you know? Yeah, man, when in doubt, just draft Chiefs players. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. After the next, what, two, three years? That's that's just a good rule of thumb. 
<laughs> it's a good rule of thumb. All right, you guys ready for the last uh, the last category section? Absolutely yep. not. Let's hit it. This is a fantasy fantasy football league where we create our fantasy fantasy football league, <laughs> which is where we have an imaginary ten team league where, of course, you're in the league, and then you can choose nine characters or people or whatever you want to fill out the league. Make sense? Yep, yep. You guys want me to go first to kind of lay it out, or no? Nah, I think you can go uh, second. I have a list that I'm pretty proud of, so I I, I want to show this list off. I because uh, I I wasn't sure exactly how you wanted the list, so I interpreted it my way. And in my head, um, I was thinking, I want a bunch of people who I think I can beat in fantasy football and get something out of it. And so, like, I always listen to, like, the Jalen Jacoby podcast. And Jalen's always talking about how he plays for money. Like, he plays in a league that's, like, $10,000. So that was my threshold. I was like, all right. So I'm playing a league with Jalen Rose because he's going to make everyone in that league play for $10,000. I think I can beat Jalen Rose in fantasy football. I just need to manipulate him and, like, offer Detroit players to him. Because he would go for them, like for sure. Like he would go for Detroit players. I, I I know it. Like I can offer him Matthew Stafford and get something good out of him. I could trade Matthew Stafford for Kyler Murray. I think I can pull that off with Jalen Rose. <laughs> and so and so this, this like my whole list is a bunch of people that I feel I can manipulate and that they have money to hit the ten thousand dollars within the league. So I can come out with like at least if you know if everyone puts in ten thousand dollars, I can make a hundred grand off this league easily. I think that usually the number one doesn't get a whole hundred percent. Like first place will get fifty or seventy-five, and then second place will get a chunk, and third place will get a chunk. But okay, well, I, I think I can at least get the majority of it with first place. All right, so who who you got? Who's the other eight? First thing, first one was Jalen Rose. Then I have Wes Welker in it. Because I think Wes Walker is like completely like mentally destroyed, <laughs> and he still has money. Like he he can definitely buy into this league, but he's just not gonna keep up. So I think like that's a W. Uh, the next person I have in here is Michael Scott from The Office, because he would definitely join this league. He would go into debt to pay to join this league when you tell him there's a whole bunch of famous people in it. And he will not make a decisions. I think everyone who's watched The Office knows about this. Then I got another fictional character. I only got like, yeah, that's the only other. I only had two fictional characters. One was Michael Scott. And the other one is Joe Bluth from Arrested Development. Because he's got money. But he's not going to keep up. And he's just really easily manipulated. And I think we have like a trend here. People who I think I can easily manipulate into giving me the dub. Um, next person is any Kardashian. Any Kardashian? Huh? Any Kardashian? Okay. I, I think they might know more about football players than you do, Danny. Mm, they've slept <laughs> with more football players than you have. They know them intimately way better than you. Hey, they might end up trying to draft the football players they slept with, but most of them are out of the league by now. Uh, does does that Bush. does that pick include the Jenner sisters? Are we just doing uh, Kardashian sisters? Any Kardashian. All right. Okay. All right. Pretty sure the Jenners are all on the basketball players, though. So true. Yeah. But then that's another reason they've got money, and you probably could manipulate them. Yeah. All right. My next person is Nick Young. 
Now, I'm kind of like, I kind of think Nick Young knows his football. But I have a plan. I have a plan. Every Sunday, I'm going to mail him or I'm going to hire someone to bring him some cocaine. And then I'm going to make a fake Twitter account. It's going to be like a fake Adam Schefter or something and have him follow me. Right. And every Sunday I'm going to, I'm going to tweet results in start your jets players. (laughs) And Nick young is going to be high and definitely start his jets players. So I think, I I think I I think I can do that. Um, Oh, actually I have another fictional character here. I got um, Tyrese's character from fast and the furious. You really? don't even know his name. It's just Tyrese's, Tyrese's character. character. Uh, I think it's Roman. Roman something. It is Roman. Yeah. I, I I, think that that's a good pick. Like, I don't think I need to manipulate him. I mean, I can always, like, tell him that Vin Diesel's looking for him and he'd, like, not set his lineup for, like, three weeks because he's, like, in the Antarctic or something like that doing something crazy with cars. That'll work. Um, I got Drake. I want Drake in my league. Just because uh, he's a walking bad luck charm or what? Yeah, anything he roots for loses. That's okay. All his, right. Raptor, his Raptors won the championship last year. What are you talking about? No, Kawhi's Raptors won. Ka- Kawhi's Raptors. <laughs> that, if, if that's not anything to tell you that Kawhi's good enough to break the Drake curse, I don't know what is. Not good enough to break that pandemic P curse. True. But that's a whole nother form of bad. Drake was off the court. So, and, and the thing is, I think Drake would be really into it. So it, it, it'd be even better because I wouldn't have to do anything. I think he would just root for player after player who's just going to do bad every week. Um, so that Drake curse is a big thing of why he's on here. And then the last one, um, I was going to be specific, but I think I'm just going to go with like the same thing I did with the Kardashian. Any member of the Trump family. They don't have any money, dude. <laughs> even, even, even the son-in-law, even, even the Kushner the boy, yeah, Kushner. <laughs> I think any member of the Trump family—they're always on Twitter. I mean, they might never make a real decision on who they're going to play because the fifty million Twitters uh, tweets that come out uh, re- recommending a different player. That's that's wonderful. Is there a joke in there somewhere about whenever you're playing them, all of your players get poisoned somehow? Then you lose. <laughs> no, no, no. That that would be if you you were playing against Vladimir Putin. Oh, right, right. <laughs> also, right. I mean, I don't think they think pen, um, Corona is a real thing, so they might play play players who have Corona. That's true. That's true. All right, you want so that's your list. You want to give a quick rundown then of uh, you and the other nine members? Just list them all, all right. off. Yeah, no problem. So it's me, Jalen Rose, Wes Walker, Michael Scott, Joe Bluth, any Kardashian member, Nick Young, Tyrese from Fast and Furious, I think his name was Roman, uh, Drake, and any member of the Trump family. Nice, nice. Good list, good list. So you're, you're going into this fantasy, fantasy football league trying to make some money. Yeah, I think because I was thinking about like maybe I want to do a league where I'm, I have fun with the people I'm playing with. But let's be honest, like, if if I'm not going to have fun playing with fantasy football with, like, famous people or fantasy characters, I might as well try to make some money off of them. Smart, 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 smart. 
All right, Kyle, you want me to go or do you want to go? Uh, go ahead. I'm getting my last two ironed out. I have a, I have a really good starting eight, but I need my last two. <laughs> All right, that's fine. My phone's at 2% anyway. I got to get these picks right. in before it dies. Run it. So I did not go with the Danny strategy of making money. I just made my league of people that I would, I would want to have a league with. So starting out, I have uh, Jesse Eisenberg as Mark Zuckerberg from The Social Network. I don't want Mark Zuckerberg or Jesse Eisenberg. I want Jesse Eisenberg as Mark Zuckerberg from The Social Network. And the main reason is because I feel like he would be incredibly good at fantasy football because he's super smart, but also in kind of like a douchey way where everyone would hate him. And I think every league needs that guy where it's like so satisfying to beat him because he's so annoying, but like also so good. So he's like the villain of the league, you know? So uh, you're not scared that like one week you wake up after you're about to play him and you played him and you had all your like your best game against him. And then the next day when you wake up, like you realize that someone has hacked your account and all the players that you played were switched to the worst players. (laughs) No, no, I don't think he's uh I don't think he would cheat in fantasy football. He only cheats in life. I think it's different, you know. Plus plus there's some enforcers in the league that would physically beat him up for such actions, okay. but we'll get to them later. Or or maybe like your name for fantasy football, like let's say you had your your team name, you wake up one day and it's no longer your name, it's his name, <laughs> and he just dropped the <laughs> He dropped the the he would definitely um he would definitely end up commissioner somehow i feel like like no one would really know how like i would be the commissioner and then like a few weeks in suddenly he's the commissioner and we're like how'd this happen but then the rules just randomly change i don't know i just think he'd be a fun villain all right number Wait, two i got one more i got one more and and so you know how like some some teams you can have a cope like a partner like a second second person second owner so his second owner halfway through the league just drops out and he's still on as a second owner, but he's not actually playing with him anymore. You get all your social network jokes out of the way. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so he's the villain of my league. He's the villain of my league. So then the second, um, Oh no. All right. The second character, second person I want in the league is uh, Chris Turk from scrubs. Because I think Chris Turk is like into sports, like he would care about the league, but also he's like not that smart and he's like kind of being a surgeon. So he's distracted a lot. So I feel like he's the one like this year, you could be like, yo, I'll trade you Adrian Peterson and be like, what? Like he's super good. So I feel like he's kind of like one of the lesser players, but he would still have the energy and like, he'd still be into it. You know what I mean? What's his favorite team? Chris Turk? Yeah. I don't know. The Eagles. (laughs) (laughs) all right so so um next up i have brad pitt from oceans 11 in my i think he would be uh really smart but also like just super cool like when you're at the draft party like he's just always snacking you know just hanging out just like quick one-liners like but then also he'd be pretty good at fantasy football so you you feel like he'd be engaged he'd be active in the league you know it's got Brad Pitt from Ocean's Eleven. Okay, so now the commissioner, I have uh, the character that John Lovitz plays in The Benchwarmers. 
You guys seen the bench warmers? Yeah. Okay, so Kyle, you've seen the bench warmers. So you know the guy who's like a billionaire? Uh huh. But like a super nerd? Yeah. Yeah, so I want him in the league as the commissioner because the draft party would be so sick if there's like a billionaire <laughs> who just goes all out like for the draft party and just has crazy stuff going on and rents out like six flags or something, just like all out because you know he has all the money. And also he'd be like really excited to have friends and like be involved in something, but he wouldn't really be good at fantasy football. So he'd kind of be another like lower tier guy, but he just provides a lot of money into the operation. Anyone who's at association with David Spade, I don't know if they, I don't know if I want them in my fantasy league. So I don't know if I want anybody who has a connection to David Spade anywhere near my fantasy league. That's just me, but you know. (laughs) Well, I think the money's worth it. Plus, he's pretty smart. Like, maybe he would kind of stay on top of it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. All right, so next I have uh, the muscle of my fantasy football, fantasy fantasy football league, and that is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He uh, he's probably follows sports a little bit, but he's not, like, the best at it. But he just has so much positive energy. Like, the draft party would be so awesome. He'd just be hyping everyone up. He'd be all, you know, I don't know, doing bicep curls, just telling everyone how great they are and, like, you know, he'd be in on the league, but also like, I don't think he's really into fantasy football. So I don't think he would be too much of a threat to win it, but he'd be fun to be a part of the league. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Plus you'd be getting those like 2 a.m. trade requests. Like when he is doing his nightly workout or whatever. Aha. Uh-huh. That's oh, it. You- he'd beat you to every waiver. Oh, every single waiver. He'd have, un- he would have the highest level of focus of anyone <laughs> in the league. Does he sleep? I don't know if he sleeps. How do you keep that physique and sleep? I think uh, he does a mic like a power nap of thirty minutes a day. <laughs> he takes mini naps. He just he has, sleeps like two minutes every four hours. He has one at midnight and one right after lunch, and then that's it. <laughs> Too, not not enough time in the day for him to sleep and get everything done. All right, so Dwayne Johnson's in my league, and then. Um, Oh, and then I realized I was making my list. I was realized this is just like way too many dudes. Got a total sausage fest going on. So I'm gonna throw in Zendaya because let's go. It's Zendaya. Yeah. Like because Zendaya, yeah. She's awesome. She's super Here. cool in every way. I don't know if she's into sports. I don't really care. She's gonna be at the draft party. It's good enough for she's, me. She's a little into sports. Mainly Philly. Mainly. Oh Philly. yeah, she was with um oh what's his name? Matisse Thibel. Yeah, again, basketball player, but, you know, she'd be cool. I think she'd be cool. Plus, then, like, you know, yeah. Uh, along, that same line, along that same line of thought, I have Annie from Community. I feel like <laughs> Annie would be, like, another girl, which would be nice. But also, she's, like, super organized. She'd have, like, little binders with, like, all the players and their stats and the teams. And she would be, like, she wouldn't really know football, but she would be really prepared for the draft. And she would, like – be on top of her team and super organized and stuff, which would be fun in the league. All right. Last two, the second to last, Oh, the last two are both comedy relief. So I have Luis from Ant-Man. Oh, let's go. <laughs> Mostly for the stories, the draft party. Like he's just happy to be part of a crew. He'd be the best. Longest fantasy name ever. <laughs> Why you think that? Cause it's going to have six different last names. No, no, because it's going to be a story. Oh, like, okay. why he picked that name. It's just going to be like one like one run-on sentence. Like, I suck at fantasy football, but I got to keep the van. 
And like, oh, you know, this fantasy fantasy football league, you're gonna be hanging out or talking to the people. I definitely want him in on it. Definitely you're, want him on it. I like that. I like that. You thought a lot about the draft party here. I didn't give any thought to the draft party aspect of it, getting to hang out with these people. My draft party is lit. It's got a whole bunch of celebrities and rich people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a billionaire. My draft party. I was definitely thinking about the draft party and also like cool people that'd be fun to be in a league with. You know. I tried to balance it a little bit, not just straight making money. And then the last one, uh, the last member of this fantasy fantasy football league is Alan from The Hangover. Zach Galifianakis's character from The Hangover. <laughs> because, okay, first of all, the draft party might go super crazy. Who knows? But also, he's apparently a super genius. It's only like, you know, like counting cards or whatever. So I, I'm curious to see if, First of all, the draft party, he'd be awesome. He's funny. Also, is he incredible? Like, does he understand the patterns and would he always win? And I'm curious to see if that's how his genius works. So that rounds out, that rounds out my fantasy, fantasy football league. You might get drugged at your fantasy football party. And then from a couple different people. <laughs> exactly. But like the down, like the roofie from Allen combined with like the steroids from The Rock. I don't know if those balance each other out or how does that work? Well, uppers and downers at the same time, right? <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. All right. I like it. I like it. And then Danny didn't have a female in his. You had a couple females. I I have any Kardashian member. I guess so. He didn't specify, though. And any Trump. So there could be up to two. Yeah, there could be up to two females. Gotcha. Same as I gotcha. Honestly, I don't, I don't care about the company. I just care about the money. That, then that makes sense. That makes sense. You're definitely I mean, attacking this this as a sharp. Yeah, I think so. But you know, I do like Jalen Rose. I mean, Jalen Rose might like he might still be like, I at least we'll get second place if he gets first. If Jalen wins, you don't have a problem losing to Jalen. I mean, I have a problem losing to people in general, but still, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not gonna say he's dumb or anything. I think, I think he can hold his own. Mainly, I want him because he's going to enforce the ten thousand dollar rule so 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 just to be clear on that you're putting up 10 grand too right like everyone's putting up the 10 grand yeah all right all right you don't you don't got 10 grand what is this (laughs) all he has to do is sell sell one of his kidneys i'm gonna hit up a couple of my friends (laughs) (laughs) oh man i love it so so for mine i actually went very similar to danny on the route of people i believe i could beat with the oh wait wait up. um did we get a recap of what joel's oh yeah joel let's run through oh. your, your 10 again my bad all right let me run through my 10 so we have me we have jesse eisenberg as mark zuckerberg from the social network we have chris turk from scrubs brad pitt from oceans 11 john lovitz from the bench warmers dwayne the rock johnson zendaya annie from community luis from ant-man and Allen from The Hangover. Very nice. You think you win that league? Uh, probably not. I think Jesse Eisenberg, like, as the villain, will probably win more often than not. Okay. And then I think if he doesn't, then, uh, like, Luis will have the random year where he wins. Mm-hmm. Allen might be a super genius and might also win. But I feel like i definitely, like, make the playoffs every year. I'd be in the top half for sure. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, here's mine. I went, again, very similar to Danny's route. I figured, you know, if I'm going to be playing, I might as well be playing against people who have a little bit of money, who might be willing to put money up. 
and maybe not the entire league, but people who more so would be willing to bet on individual games because they're just that kind of person, individual weeks, and also people that I think I could beat. So without further ado, my first one, for those main two reasons, Michael Jordan, because the prideful winning mentality of Michael Jordan would not allow him to not bet on the game that I play him, whichever week it is I play Michael Jordan. But based on his, uh, uh, what would you call it? Based on his general managing of a sports team, I have no doubt in my mind that I could put together a better sports team than Michael Jordan <laughs> and that I could beat him in fantasy. So Michael Jordan. And I'd probably make a good amount of money that week. Yeah, his crippling gambling addiction might help you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least the two times I play him that year, I'd be set. My second is more of a comedic as, as a, I don't know anything about him when it comes to the realm of sports, but I would love to have him in the league. Steve Harvey. I feel like if Steve Harvey were in the league, everyone would be up on it, man. Like, I don't care if Steve's dead last. Steve Harvey's going to look at you and his mustache is just going to tickle your soul. He's going to tell you a joke or two. And man, I'm going to love it if I just happen. So what? If I lose to Steve Harvey, I lost to Steve Harvey, man. That comic comic relief of the group, Steve Harvey. Okay. <laughs> I, I was I was just waiting to see if anyone had anything they want to say about Steve Harvey. Not going Dan, to, moving on. Danny made a really weird face. I thought he was going to jump in there. No, I'm just like trying to imagine the suits he'd wear to the fantasy football party. <laughs> he'd be wearing a bright orange top with the light blue trousers. That'd be that'd be his outfit. Someone would make like a weird pick and his jaw would just drop and his eyes would get all huge. Just super <laughs> dramatic. <laughs> what? Yeah. What'd you say? All right. So Steve your Harvey. Your first pick isn't Ka- Christian McCaffrey. Are you out of your mind? You out of your mind? Show me Christian. He <laughs> pointed to the boy. Show me Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> so that's number two, Steve Harvey. Or should I say Steve Harvey? So number three, I'm going to have uh, Skip Bayless. Because I feel like Skip Bayless thinks he knows what he's talking about and never does. So I'd, I'd have a pretty easy time winning against him. Uh, Skip, I, just, Skip, I, just, I just want him in the league. Skip Bayless would just have Tom Brady and then the whole Cowboys roster. Yeah. yeah. Again, see, I could, and that's another thing. I could get away with drafting Cowboys players late when I don't need anybody, you know, 13th round, 14th round, and just trade them to him later because I know he'll trade me for him. Another one, and this one is Pretty a little sure. – Go ahead. I'm pretty sure he only bets in Mountain Dew, though. Yeah, well, let's see. Okay. Maybe maybe I can get him to give me the Dr. Pepper. I'll bet him the Dew. He'll bet me the Dr. Pepper cases. I'll make a profit either way. I don't have to pay for Dr. Pepper. That's money in my pocket. So my fourth player that I'm going to have join, or fourth person that I'm going to have join, is Kevin Durant. And my reasoning behind this is the same as what Danny said. All I have to do is make a Twitter account and like go off on Kevin Durant every week. And then I have no problem. Like the week I play Kevin Durant, I make a fake Twitter account and then his, all his time is preoccupied. So he's not going to pay no attention to fantasy football. Easy win, Kevin Durant. Plus it'd be cool to hang out with Kevin Durant, I think. <laughs> um, number five, simply for namesake, Michael B. Jordan. I got Michael Jordan. Got to have Michael B. Jordan. I don't know why. Oh, my God. We're we're bringing in Michael B. Jordan. He's got a little bit of sports knowledge, you know. Uh, He was in 2K, what, 
16 or 17 he, he played the I character in 2K. i completely forgot that he was on 2K. yeah he was in 2k so he's got some sports up here i don't know what he knows about football but i got was orange that the juice. one that we used to play danny the franchise yeah. mode yeah <laughs> so i got orange juice juicing out them l's it'd be fun to have michael b jordan you know he'd probably bring along number six bill o'brien Oh, For gosh. obvious reasons, Bill O'Brien, he can't, uh, he couldn't, he couldn't kick it as a head coach. He couldn't kick it as a general manager. He can't cook, kick it in my fantasy league. Bill O'Brien. Wow. Man, with that reasoning, I should have, I should have gotten Adam. Yeah, Adam Gates. Adam Gates. Bring yeah, him but in. Kyle can trade. Uh, Kyle can trade a washed-up running back for like the best wide receiver in the league. True. I'll let him pick up all the good wide receivers, and then mid-season, I'll just start trading them for him. I know he'll give them to me. I know he'll give them to me. Oh, man. Bill O'Brien. Rest in peace, that guy's uh, coaching career. Number seven, Charlie Sheen. I feel like Charlie Sheen wouldn't be paying enough attention to anything other than the women and the drugs. But for some reason, he'd agree to bet on every single game. Every single game. Even games that weren't his. He'd bet on our other games midseason, and we'd just make money off Charlie Sheen. I'd be so worried at the draft party about getting hepatitis. It's Charlie Sheen wandering around. We'd put him in a bubble. He can he can stand off to the side. We'll put we'll put a plexiglass up like they do at the games now. He can stand over there. Just toss him some tiger's blood. He'll be fine. <laughs> Here you go, Charlie Sheen. Oh man, poor Charlie. Peter Griffin, number eight. Peter Griffin. I feel like this one. He was my only um, fictional character that I had in this in this in this fantasy fantasy league, because Peter Griffin is very impulsive and always does dumb things so i feel like peter griffin would be an easy win but it'd just be fun to hang out with peter griffin you get the whole the whole casting crew involved there i like family guy it's just me and then again like joel said this is a bunch of guys rounding out the draft party so i gotta have at least one female there betty white (laughs) that's quite the female betty white and she will be the one to take the league at the end of the year, standing atop the podium will be Betty White. I don't know why. I just feel like she knows a lot more about football than she leads on. She's been around for 165 years. She's watched the NFL as it's progressed from babyhood on. Betty White is my dark horse to win this fantasy league. I'm not sure if Betty White has been the NFL shark her whole life, like you painted her out to be. You know what? She just does. In my heart, Betty White, she could she could be managing. Well, she could she could probably be like. She could probably own the Jets, and they'd be doing better than they are now. Just give Betty White the job. I'm pretty sure that was a subplot of the Golden Girls. <laughs> pretty sure Peter Griffin could own the Jets, and they'd be doing better. That's true, too. Peter Griffin played for the Patriots, too. So, hey, maybe he has a little bit of football knowledge or thinks he does, but I don't know. Be fun. So, yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my league. And I think, I think I come in second, but I think Betty White takes it. Oh, man. <laughs> Nice, nice. All right, everyone. Good job. Well, I appreciate your commendation. Yeah, Danny, Danny's it. out here making money. I'm having a great draft party, and Kyle's winning his league. So we're hey, all man. winners. <laughs> well, Kyle's losing to. I'm losing to Betty White. You're not going to lose to Betty White. You're not going to lose to Betty White. I'm almost winning my league, Chief. Almost. RIP to Betty White. She ain't <laughs> dead yet, but you know it's coming. Well, I love how like you, uh, you in your league, you decided that in order to like reduce the testosterone in your league, you're just gonna add Betty White. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that'll be the great equalizer, Betty White. I, I would be honestly concerned about Betty White being able to like manage her roster, considering like I don't know how good she is with phones and laptops and stuff, you know? We'll see. I mean, I I think I'd be more concerned about her finishing the season. Hey, see, and that's just a positive. You know, that's just a positive then. I ain't got to worry about her taking first place. Betty White's going to automatically win the league just like in memoriam. Yeah, we'll be we'll give it to Betty. Like the like the league gave it to the Lakers, we'll give it to Betty. Oh, we do not It'll need to go sad. there. It'll be sad if uh if Betty White passes. Yeah, if it just just in case this is all in good joking fun, Betty, don't pass away. All right, guys. I think that about wraps it up. You got any uh, closing closing statements or discussions or anything you uh, want to mention? Apologize for from last week. I want to apologize for our last podcast. Um, in particular, I want to apologize for, and I think we, we all know this, we really should have talked about TV12, and we just didn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. T- Tom Brady's real weird. Can, can, you, real weird. can you imagine a world without TV12, bro? How would you stay um, fit? <laughs> in a world with no Tom Brady, I think the TB12, um, I think we'd all be better without the TB12. Yeah. I mean, Tom Brady claims it's his secret to success, though, so maybe we'd all be better off with the TB12. Gwyneth Paltrow claims goop is her success. I don't think anyone's better off for goop. I don't know, nor do I want to know what anything you just said, man. Just, just look up goop.com, look at yeah, the products, good. and that's um, it. No, I'm not going to do that. She <laughs> got a line good. of hair, skin product, bro. You look gorgeous. Hard I'm pass, right. hard pass. I, I, uh, <laughs> I think I know what that was, and I pass. Yeah. <laughs> hard pass. Yeah, Tom Brady's super weird. We didn't really mention enough about how he's just, like, in general, a real weird guy. I think he was probably the most awkward SNL host of all time. I don't remember that. I didn't know he had hosted SNL. He hosted SNL. Peyton hosted it like four times, and Brady only got called back once because of how awful he was. Like, Peyton is great. Like, off off the field, too, his his personality and and making movies and commercials. He's funny. But, like, Brady was just so ridiculously awkward on SNL. I don't think Brady knew that it was a joke. That that was his biggest problem. Yeah, that's where it was. He thought SNL was like a like a news program or something. Hmm. No, no one is that your dog? He yeah, wanted to wanted, chat. She wanted to say hi. She wanted to chat. She, she wanted to chime in on her her two cents about fantasy football. Yeah, uh, well, she, she's also a big Tom Brady hater. Ah, I can tell by the snout and the what? ears. That 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 was my apology last week anybody get hurt this week that you want to rest in peace to them anybody you can think of <laughs> uh no i think we had a pretty good uh pretty clean week yeah pretty clean week with uh nfl uh i just want to say congratulations to uh the patriots for trying you know true but sometimes you try your best and it's not good enough you try and uh cam newton never good enough to beat the broncos he has never beaten the broncos i hope That's he never true. does that's true. The Patriots, you tried to cheat the system, and you tried to have extra time off so Cam and Gilmore could come back, and it didn't work because the Broncos are better than the Patriots. 
True, man. If I don't, I don't know, stop. I don't know how to react. I don't know how to react to having a bad team now, bro. It's, it's rough. It's rough. Uh, talk to Danny about it. He's had a lot of experience. I'm sure he can help you through it. Yeah, bro. How was it like being a Jets fan? How'd that feel when you were younger? When I was younger, uh, or being a Giants fan now. I, I mean, I'm, I'm alright being a Giants fan. It's okay. Man, if I, I mean, had to at least live in New York, man, I would out of our three either. teams, out of our three teams, my team is the number one. Wow. Same, same record as Kyle's team, but, but with the winning head to head, you're that's that's in that's ridiculous. Oh, feels good to be on top. Hey, we might beat the Eagles next week, so watch out. Two and five coming hot. The Giants could legitimately win the NFC East with like five wins. See the Cowboys year. get blown out tonight? Yeah, they could oh, very much so easily beat win the AFC East or NFC East. Yeah. Such okay. a horrible division. Such a horrible division. Awesome. All right. Well, you guys ready to call it? I'm done for the night. All right. Till next time. Rest in peace, Adam Gates, Colts and Greer. <laughs> we'll see y'all guys later. Deuces.